Welcome back to another episode of True LGBTQ2SIA Plus Stories. Throughout this episode, I'm going to tell you about a recent event I witnessed at Sephora. At Sephora? Yeah, I don't usually wear makeup, but grad, you know. Oh, I understand. Well, I went with my sister, right? Uh, because I don't really know how to do makeup. Yeah. And I saw this boy. And uh, his mom was looking for him, I guess. She was ready to head to the cashier. And she found him applying eyeshadow to his eyes. Oh no, I don't like where the story's going. Yeah, this is rare for something like this to ever go well. Well, she dropped her shopping bags and she just started yelling at the Sephora workers. Sephora workers? What did they do? They just stood there and waited for her to calm down. And the boy looked like he was gonna cry. He was at least 14. What kind of mom does that? Yeah, that's very young and it's probably so traumatizing for him. Yeah, luckily we'll be discussing that today. We can figure out as a community how to help and change the mind of others, especially the minds of some people who mean a lot to us, like our families. Yeah, it could really sting if somebody you care about and grew up with so closely doesn't accept you, only because of who you choose to love or who you choose to be. Yeah, it really makes me thankful to have such a loving family. Speaking of which, this brings us to our main topic of our whole podcast, homophobia and families. Yes, ma'am, one of the hardest topics to discuss. We're great at choosing stuff we want to say. Well, at least we can bring light to this topic. The whole perspective of things will need to change. Families can't keep abandoning their kids because of the smallest detail that doesn't even change anything about your kid. What people need to understand is that your kid being gay doesn't change anything. It's it's you treating your kid like, and pardon my language, like absolute shit for wanting to be them, trying to be themselves. Which usually ends up with them finding unhealthy ways to cope. The rate of suicides has blown up over the years for the LGBTQ2SIA plus community because of homophobic comments made online, in, per- in person, in family, hate crimes, and so much more stuff like that. That got heavy really quick. And to the listeners still listening, it'll get heavier because we have people who have experienced this stuff firsthand. Their stories keep them going because it makes them stronger and I'm so glad they're de- they've decided to tell us about whatever it is they're comfortable with. These are some of the bravest people we know. Guys, again, we're so grateful to have you here with us today. And if it gets too emotional or if you need a second, that's completely okay. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome Manisha Reddy. John Diallo. Okay, hi guys, how are you doing? We're doing great. Yeah, we're doing great. How about you? How are you doing? We're great. We're happy to have you here with us. We're pleased to meet you. You too. You too. So just to start this off, I just want to double check and do mention that you guys are comfortable comfortable with this interview. 100%. Yes. There's absolutely nothing to worry about. Okay, so first question. Are you guys out to anyone yet? Like any family members? I am. Uh, I was in, I can't remember, 6th or 7th grade. Uh, I was sitting in the car with my dad and we were just driving and all of a sudden I was just like, I need to tell you something and then he's like what and I then I said it it was I don't know why I started crying but like I started crying and then like he just was like really silent for a while and I was just like can you please say something because I thought like he was gonna like yell at me but he's like he just like hugged me he was very open he was like you know what I don't really care <laughs> live your life well for me I'm out to everybody else like my friends and not my family yet. <laughs> the only family member I've told is like my cousins. So yeah. 
Well, we're glad to know that you're uh, at least comfortable with telling a few people in your life. I feel like it's better than keeping it just to yourself. And uh, we're very thankful that you were comfortable with telling us that. Yeah, were you um, scared to tell any of your friends and family? Uh, How did you feel when you did it? Uh, definitely was scared to tell my dad. As for my friends, I wasn't as scared as much, um, even though I was scared to tell a certain friend just because I knew she was kind of homophobic a little bit, so I thought, like, oh, she would kind of, like, stop being friends with me. But after I told her, she was actually really fine with it. So, yeah, that was overall. <laughs> overall, I was, um, I had a pretty good experience coming out. Um, I wasn't really scared. I was just, um nervous like how do i bring this up and like how i bring it up and so i just told one by one to each one of my friends and yeah they accepted me and yeah well that's good to hear there is no tragic stories so just one thing for john uh do you have any plans on telling your family anytime soon like how are your feelings towards that whole obstacle you're gonna have to overcome um, yeah, I'm planning to come out to my mom, yeah, but it's going to be rough, probably emotional, but yeah. Well, we're happy you decided to take that step. If you could say anything to your family without them remembering the next day, what would you say to them? Mm, I'll probably tell my mom, because my mom is a bit more on the traditional side. So I'd definitely tell her, like, hey, I'm bi, and then the next day she'd forget. <laughs> You're just coming out like, yeah, I'm gay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully you're able to do that soon with them remembering the next day. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, what motivated you to tell your friends and family? I think for me, what motivated me is just because, like, it. I felt like I had this pressure on myself. Like, there was just, like, a weight on my shoulder. And then when I finally told them, the weight like was lifted off my shoulders. So I think it was just like, really, I feel like for anyone, it's different for a lot of people. I feel like some people, they come out by force and some people, they come out on their own terms. So I feel like for everyone, it's different. But for me, definitely, it was just kind of like wanting to relieve this weight off my shoulders. Yeah, I agree with that. And also uh, when I came out, I just like, I felt like, I'm hiding from everybody else, not just like from everybody. Um, so I just wanted to be open and change something about my life, which is coming out. Yeah, so thanks for sharing that. It's really brave to come out and say that. I know there's a lot of other people that may be listening as well that have not come out. So is there any advice you'd like to give anyone that would want to maybe come out just to even one friend or their family? Do it on your own terms, I would say. Don't feel pressured to, definitely, because I feel like for a lot of people, especially, like, you might see people, you know, those videos on the internet of people coming out and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, if you feel ready and you feel comfortable, then you can say it. I feel like just make sure you do it on your own terms. That was definitely the advice I'd give. Yeah, take it. Take your own time. Do it when you're comfortable. Um, just... Talk to one person first and then see how that goes and yeah. So now we're just going to talk about like some of the stigmas around the LGBTQ2SIA plus community in traditional homes. <laughs> so just to start off, um, would you like to just say anything about that? I think definitely like, I feel like coming from like 
Indian family and stuff, and I remember, like, my parents being like, oh, don't walk that way, that's, a, like, a gay way to walk, or, like, don't talk this way, that's how gay people talk, or just, like, hearing, I remember hearing my dad once call someone, like, a faggot once, like, because he was so enraged with, like, he was so mad about something, I don't remember why, like, it, he was literally just driving, and he yelled, like, faggot, yeah. so, like, that definitely, like, threw me off a lot, because I was like, oh, damn, my parent, like, my family is probably, like, really homophobic. So yeah, I feel like in general, I feel like a lot of um, people of color definitely have a bit more of a struggle when it comes to uh, coming out because there's so much stigma in a lot of people's cultures, not only just around um, sexuality, but also like mental health and things like that too. Yeah, that must have been really traumatizing to hear a parent say that. I understand like wanting to feel comfortable around your parents, but hearing th them say things like that would throw you off. But like again, like you're so brave for coming out to your parents even after that. I know there's a lot of people listening, like even in my own community being Muslim, like there is a stigma around it from especially like some of like the older like women and men coming from these third world countries and coming here and seeing all this, it's all new to them. Mm -hmm. um, although I'm sure there's so many members of the community there, but they're too scared to talk and like, you know, express themselves in a certain way so I do understand like even being Muslim and being more open towards it like just makes so many others feel so much more comfortable mm -hmm. and I know like John like you haven't come out to your parents yet but like in that like in your like traditional family like what are some things that maybe your parents or your family have said? Well in my family um and they're like one version of gay it's like dressing up the girl it's like acting feminine and then not like the whole community itself, like the individuals is all in one. So that kind of felt like I'm not that type of gay, yeah. which you say, say like that. Um, but it's just hard for saying like, oh, if I want to dye my hair, like, oh, that's gay. Oh, if I want to pierce my ears, that's gay. It's like how you walk. Like, yeah. yeah, this is just hard to say like going through that every day and like yeah even simple things just like dyeing your hair like that's yeah. crazy to think that just a simple thing like that they'll just throw it with oh that's gay and like like painting being gay or anything else like in a mm -hmm. negative aspect like that could really be tra be traumatizing to even younger kids and even like listening to like some sad music like i know some of my family calls like when i listen to like some music that's not rap or like um soul music they would call it gay and i'd have to turn it off and not play my music yeah even just expressing emotions like i'm sure you as a man like if you've been crying or anything i'm sure you've even felt kind of like weird and had to keep your emotions in yeah i definitely have like when i was younger like don't cry that's too like that's too feminine to do and yeah <laughs> Okay, so like the main question of our podcast was how you can make other members of your community feel welcome if they don't feel welcome in like their family or at school or anything. So like just to like wrap up, what are some things you can say about that? I think just make finding people in your community who are a part of this community is definitely a plus or especially like looking up to someone. I know like a lot of people in the community who are famous 
there's not really a lot of who are there's not really a lot of them who are like people of color so when you find out someone is a part of this community i definitely think so like having role models in a sense or just finding people in your community who are a part of this community yeah. definitely would help kind of make you feel accepted and not different. yeah and even being that role model for someone else i feel like if there's someone even younger than you or even older like if they're just not as comfortable i feel like just get to know them you guys will like bond over your struggles yeah. <laughs> like, you know you guys could just talk about anything and everything and make just someone feel way more comfortable like even if you're not a part of the lgbtq2sia plus community like if you want like i feel like you should educate yourself more on that topic and not just like group them into one like section and be like oh like whatever they're gay they'll deal with it though whatever oh like there's so many other problems in the world like every problem has its like relevance and like i feel like people need to be more educated on it yeah uh, uh that was a good talk so thanks so much for coming on the show we appreciate it no thank no, you no for problem. having us definitely yeah. i feel like you know, this is a good topic to talk about, so I'm glad you guys interviewed us. Yeah, no one really talks about it that much, so, yeah. Thank yeah, you. just again, thank you for, like, being so brave and being so open with all of our questions. No problem, <laughs> sister. <laughs> <laughs> there is, however, a surprise, surprise guest. Our guest would like to remain anonymous. Uh, their voice will be deepened, so the viewers won't recognize the voice. Guest number two, you're up. Hello, I'm Anonymous. So to start off, I'm just going to ask you, uh, why have you decided to speak here today? I don't want kids like me who have been through this stuff to go through it because I've been through not talking about it and trust me, it sucks. I'm sorry that's happened. Has any other event transpired? Well, I was in, it was a week before Pride in August, and I really wanted to go because I wanted to see how everyone celebrates Pride because it's a, a really fun thing to go to. And I asked my mom, and I was, I asked her, and she said, what's Pride? And I told her it was something that gay and straight people go to to support each other, but it's usually just for gay people who want to celebrate themselves in a happy way and she she looked at me and said no you're not going to that and i asked her why and she said you're just not going to that and she got she started laughing and it wasn't like a funny joke laugh it was more of like why are you saying this stuff she started it was she started laughing with tears in her eyes and her eyes just kept getting redder and redder and she started laughing and crying at the same time and saying you're not going to that why stop saying you're going to that and because i was really like mad about it i told her i really wanted to go and i kept saying i'm gonna go i don't really care and she she just said she just started hugging me and saying no you're not going to that i'm sorry but you're not going to that Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that happen to you. That must have been so traumatizing and hard to hear from your own mom. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It must suck to go through that. 
So if there's anything you could say to your younger self to kind of prepare you for all this, what would you say? I'd say that um, it's gonna it's hard right now, but in, in a few years you'll be older and you'll have friends that you can talk about about it with, and you won't be so alone anymore. And you'll find who you are and what you like and wh whatever whoever you are. In just a few years, and you'll grow up so much and you'll be able to do whatever you want. Thank you, uh, Anonymous, for your time. We hope that you don't always have to feel this way. God loves us all, and if you don't believe in God, then our viewers, our production, and we love you very much from the absolute bottom of my heart. Again, I would just like to thank you for being so brave and coming on our podcast and telling us your story. I know it made you kind of uncomfortable, but believe me when I say that many of our listeners it spoke volumes to. And I'm sure that RuPaul's Drag Race, our sponsor, is honored to sponsor this episode with you in it. Those people, man, they've been through some stuff and they don't always have someone to be there with them, which sucks. And the, and again, with the little boy I saw at Sephora, what's going to happen to him? I hope I hope his family accepts him. Yeah, I hope so too. There's probably been way worse cases with people just like him. Exactly. And uh, to end this episode off, we just wanted to say there's always a healthy and uh, better way to cope with all this stuff by talking to someone you trust. Because you will always find someone. And if you don't feel ready to say anything yet, that's fine too. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We're true LGBTQ2IA plus stories and we'll see you next week.